I'm Rachel Pauley with Ari Meglin, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We're on episode 46, and we don't have a question for this week. We're actually doing another tag. So before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like. So we had a lot of fun with our Would You Rather game and the Christmas tag, episodes 30 and 39 respectively. So go check those out if you haven't already. Uh, that we decided to do a Valentine's Day tag since the holiday is just a few days away. So basically, we're going to do what we did with the previous episodes, and we're just going to go back and forth asking each other questions and answering them. And we'll just see how it goes. (laughs) So Ari, what's your favorite book that features a romantic plot or subplot? I do hate these kind of questions because it's technically asking me what my favorite book is because almost all the books I read will have some thread of romance in them. I'm not a big, I don't read romance books, but I do like books that have a little romance thrown in. So, uh, and I hate saying my favorite book because who has, seriously, what reader has a favorite book? I, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's admitted that, like one favorite. But since I have to come up with something, I'm probably gonna go with, um, a Court of Mist and Fury, which is book two in the A Court of Thorn and Roses series by Sarah J. Mass. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Um, I think that that book, the second book, was definitely my favourite. And I think the romantic subplot in that was a lot stronger and kind of really pulled you in. So, yeah, that's, that's my answer. I'm going to go with book two of the Court of Thorn and Roses series. You know, that's a, that's a series that's always been on my list, but I actually have not read it yet. Oh my goodness, you've got to read it. Yeah, so, I can't really comment <laughs> on that one, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'll have to read it and then we, we can revisit this question at another time and see if my answer changes. Uh, but for now, my answer is going to be, um, I mean, it's a series. It, I'm not pinpointing a specific book here, but the Witch City Mystery Series by Carol J. Perry. It's a paranormal cozy mystery series. And usually whenever, if you've ever read cozy mystery books, then they all have one thing in common. There's the amateur detective and then there's a regular detective or police officer or somebody. And somehow the two develop feelings for each other and they may or may not get together. And it's almost kind of like a cliche within the cozy mysteries, but I feel like Carol J. Perry does it best with her, her series. And for me, I'm not one for romance to begin with, so I, I can tolerate that relationship. <laughs> I do love the fact that two people who aren't big into the romance scene are doing a romantic tag. That's just great. <laughs> Your idea and somehow ended up being my episode. okay with that let's go to our next question which is what's your best valentine's day memory so i actually have two for this but i'm gonna save one of them for a future question so for right now i'll say that one of my best valentine's day memories was when i was in fifth grade and i used to play with a kid that lives on my street and we're, we're in the same, we were in the same class, but he had a huge crush on me. And a lot of people thought we were dating, even though we were 10. Um, 
Yeah, it, it was like this whole thing. But there was one day for Valentine's Day. He, he always wanted to be an engineer or an inventor or something. So he always came up with these elaborate things and he would just take recycled items and just build these monstrosities. It was great. So he, he gave me like a tin and it, it was like a flat tin. I don't even know what it was used for, but he gave me a tin and he painted it red and pink and he drew hearts all over it and it had my name on it. And then when you opened it, he put a spring inside with a paper heart so that when you opened it, it was like a pop-up book. Oh. And then he gave me mini erasers. <laughs> I like that. That sounds like yeah. a really cool kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's way better than the usual crap people get on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, I was like, you know what? It's a handmade gift. Like he clearly Aww. put a lot of time and effort into it. So that that sticks out in my, my mind. Oh, that is so lovely. Yeah, he's gay now, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So so it didn't, it didn't become a happily ever after with you two? No, no. Oh. But that's fine. We still keep in touch every once in a while. <laughs> nice, oh, that's lovely. I, on the other hand, don't have any Valentine's Day <laughs> memories because, as I said, I'm not a massive like Valentine. Uh, I'm not a massive romantic sort of person, and uh, despite being with my partner as of this episode, um, six almost seventeen years. Well, we're coming up on seventeen years in February. Um, we don't do Valentine's Day. We're very kind of anti-Valentine's Day. We've never liked the idea that you sort of like wait for that one special day when everything costs twice as much to show you care for someone. We're much more randomly spontaneous about like getting presents or treating each other or just, you know, kind of like, you know, we love you, I love you, it's great, kind of thing. We do it all the time. We don't need a kind of a day. Um, so yeah, I actually have zero memories. I've never, I've never bothered with the whole Valentine's Day thing. I think years and years and years ago, says how old I am, um, when I was in high school, I may have got given a card, but again, I was a very anti-romantic person very much back then. And I probably would have been like scowling at the person and been like, oh, creepy. And and yeah, it, that's that's about it. So there wouldn't there wouldn't have been any really positive memories because I don't do that. <laughs> so. You crack me up. You really do. <laughs> but I have to say, I agree with you. I'm not a hugely into Valentine's Day either, because if even if you are in a relationship with someone, you don't need a specific day to say I love you to them. Like you can just cherish every single day. It's like February 14th is just another day on the calendar. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair to Valentine's Day, I am not just like anti-Valentine's Day. I don't even do, I'm not a big fan of birthdays either. I don't see this, this need for arbitrarily counting your age and then celebrating that you've reached it. I just, it just doesn't do it for me. So I'm not a big birthday fan, which is why you'll probably find that there's no birthday details about me on my social media and I don't usually mention it because I don't, it's, it's just another day. So, um, which I can tell you my parents are not happy that I think like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're always like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, nah, I don't care. I don't really, I don't really do it. You don't need to get me anything. And they're like, oh, don't be silly. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, you know what? 
birthdays are huge in my family. Like my mother will does not let a birthday go by unmissed. Yeah. Not, no, that didn't make sense. My mother does not let a birthday go by missed. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna revert away from birthdays and go back to Valentine's Day. I love how we get so off topic. Oh yeah. Who is your although I, this isn't really Valentine's Day related, I guess, but who is your favorite book hero or heroine? I think obviously we're going to have to sort of maybe aim it towards a book that has some form of romance in for it to be in this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I'm probably going to go with um, Charlie Davidson from the Charlie Davidson series. Um, the first book is First Grave on the Right, I think so. And it's really good because all the books are like, you know, First Grave on the Right, Second Grave on the Left, Third Grave, Right, for, you know, Straight Ahead. And it's a it's a brilliant preternatural series. And, you know, she's a, a private investigator and everything. And there's a, a strong romance subplot in with that. But her character is hilarious. It's one of the few books that I laugh out loud when I read it, I actually used to have to stop and then go back and reread it a few times because I've laughed so hard that I've lost my place. And I think her character has this really fun and yet like vulnerable side. It's like the romance isn't too cheesy. It's very, I, I, I want to say believable, which is funny when you realise that she's actually the Grim Reaper and who, who her romance partner is it's it's quite amusing for me to say it's so you know believable but it is it's done very realistic in my eyes in the sense of like if you are really close to someone if you have a really strong relationship it is funny you have funny moments and there are silly quirky parts it's not all serious and like you know smoldering in this kind of intensity don't wrong the smoldering intensity we love our smoldering intensity but it's funny as well. And I, that's why I love her character in that book. And that's by Dorinda Jones. Hoping I'm not butchering her name either, because I am awful at <laughs> using people's names. I'll have to look that up because that, that sounds really intriguing. Uh, I think it just finished the series. Um, she finished the series a couple of years ago of, of, of that. And honestly, they are. It's my favourite series. It's one of my favourite series and it's all funny. And it's so different and the, the, the plot lines and the storylines and but yeah and all the characters are so awesome there's not one character who I'm like Ugh, I hate that character they're all just brilliant so yeah definitely definitely read it we're just adding to our TBR list you I realize know. that don't you <laughs> I know well I mean I'm gonna answer this question with I know you just said you're gonna try to keep it you know strictly with like the romance and stuff like that but I'm not because I can't think of anything so I'm gonna say Firestar <laughs> And a lot of people probably are tilting their heads right now. Firestar is a cat, and he is the protagonist of the Warriors series by Aaron Hunter. It's a middle grade book series. And I grew up with Firestar. The first book came out when I was 11, and the series is still going on. So easily my all-time favorite book, because that's what got me into reading in the first place. Oh, Yeah. I like that. I, th I think I, I think there's a, there's a special place in your heart for the books that got you 
that pulled you into to reading. Yes. And that's, I can, I can, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, what story has the best, most memorable romantic moment for you? I don't know. I get nothing. <laughs> we pick the worst like, tag ideas. <laughs> I feel like with books, with movies, with TV shows, romantic moments are so forced nowadays that I legitimately cannot think of anything like memorable that happened organically. And that like when it did happen, you were like so relieved that, you know, the characters finally got together or something, or it was so sweet. But I'm like, "Mm, I I can't, I can't think of anything. I feel like these days, like the audience, like um, ship certain characters together and then the author Mm -hmm. or the writers of the movie or whatever, they'll throw them together just for that sake. And it's, I don't know, I got nothing. I, yeah, I, I actually agree with that. I think there's a lot more kind of like crowbarring stuff in um especially if they do it before it's been developed and you're literally sat there going wait what but there was chemistry there wasn't there because i came out and didn't feel that yeah just like wow we had two attractive people at the beginning and we've decided to watch them together it's like no thanks (laughs) i bet you when uh we finish recording i'll come up with an answer for that (laughs) (laughs) but for now That'll be in the, the Patreon extra bonus one. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll have all the questions. We'll, we'll have thought about it a bit harder and, and then we'll just redo all the questions with better answers. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about how, you know, neither one of us are a huge fan of romance. So we'll, we'll question <laughs> our life's decisions here. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, okay, I have to admit that there's a, a, one of the memorable moments and, and it's, it's it's a bit of a mental memorable moment because it's memorable, but I can't remember everything, including a lot of the characters' names. But give me a minute. In <laughs> in the series, um, The Shadow of the Act by Adrian Tchaikovsky, which I talked about a couple of episodes ago, maybe even the last episode, I can't remember, where the characters had like insectoid connections. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I can't remember which book in the series because as I said there's like a load of them um, there was a romantic moment where one of the characters who'd been kind of like a, a bit of a baddie at the beginning ended up sort of saving like what the, you know one of the good characters and there was a, obviously a development of relationship that was building that you didn't you kind of saw it coming but it was still, it was, it was interesting because you kind of saw his shock that he was feeling things like that for technically a good character after all the stuff that had happened. Um, and I remember they did have a kiss and it, I remember it being sort of like, oh, that's so cool because it, it didn't come out of left field and like smack you in the face. You could kind of feel it coming, but it was his shock of the realization that he was feeling that which was brilliant and it always it always stuck with me again I can't remember his name I think it was like Faldrick and I can't remember her name because it's been years since I read this series and it's reminding me I need to go back and read them because they were incredible books but I do remember that because I, I have to admit I am a big um enemies to friends 
kind of I do like that if it's done well not just yeah. you know you start off hating each other and then boom suddenly you're in love I hate that don't do that that is crap it has to have reasons there has to be you know sparks of humanity and there has to be moments of saving and, and, and like you know show a bit of emotion but yeah I do remember that and I'm going to go with that because that that did stick with me I said it's been years and it's still stuck with me that that happened that's cool. That's that's another series that I have to look up. I'm probably going to email you after this for you to send me the names and stuff. But I, I, you know what? I like that answer because in our notes, when we wrote, you know, romantic moment, we were thinking of like a kiss or a proposal or something, but I like that. It's just like the moment where somebody is falling in love with somebody else. Yeah. That's, that's pure right there. I like it. That's it. That is the best word because I said it did. I think it did culminate in a kiss, but it that wasn't the part that was that, that stuck with me. It was this moment where he risked everything and saved her, kind of like dragged her away from this like dangerous area, and I think it was kind of annoyed, like oh god, you've got yourself into this stupid position. But he didn't flinch from helping her, and it was just this kind of kind of cute way that they they were starting to to kind of. It, it was just no, it's just awesome. Seriously. I can't, I can't describe it well enough. So everybody has to read the book. And because it's in the middle of the series, you have to start at the beginning and read all the way through because you have to. Spoilers. <laughs> I've been trying to be really careful not to say too much, but yeah, it's like, <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, but it's great. Oh boy. All right. Well, next question. What is your all-time favorite romantic movie? I think this is an easy one because it's also one of my normal favorite movies. It's got to be Princess Bride, seriously. And it's, it is a romantic movie, but to be honest, it's also an action movie and a pirate movie, and, you know, um, just, just kind of a random movie. But yeah, I think it definitely falls under the genre of romantic. I've never watched that movie either. So. Oh, my. I'll take your word on that one too. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, Rachel, we're gonna have to have words after this episode because I'm I'm starting to starting to worry about you. Did you watch White Christmas yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think it was on Netflix. So did they take it off of Netflix? I think so. I got, I couldn't find it. I will check again. I know, I think, I can't remember if Princess Bride is on Netflix or Amazon Prime or something, but it's definitely on one of the streaming things. So you need to watch that. And I will try and get White Christmas sorted. I mean, that's fine. I still have to watch Arthur Christmas. I can't even like <laughs> throw that in your face right now. I, was... <laughs> I think that's on Netflix. <laughs> yes, I think I saw it. <laughs> I'm actually going to say like my all-time favorite uh, romantic movie I guess it's it's more of a romantic comedy because uh, I I rather okay. funny stuff than romance stuff, and I wouldn't say this is my all time favorite, but it's sticking out in my mind right now because I just watched it the other day, The Princess Diaries two, not the first one, the second one, The Princess Diaries. Is, is that with Anne Hathaway? Yes. And the second one has Chris Pine. Yes. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, I think I think the second one were better. Second one was way better than the first movie, but I mean, Chris Pine. Enough said. <laughs> Seriously, what is going on with Hollywood? Why are there so many Chris's? You know, I thought there was a whole 
people changed their name when they became actors, picked a better one. It just feels like everyone's obsessed with the name Chris. We're not having to go people call Chris. I'm just saying, there's a lot of Chris's. So it's a bit there weird. I know a ton in real life too. It's weird. Yeah. Just, you know, throw in something different. Get a Kenneth. <laughs> Get a Kenneth. <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. joking. <laughs> no, but you know, let's let's mix it up a bit, a bit more uh, Roderick. Let's try something different. Just... You were just pulling the most random names <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been naming all my characters next, Roderick. <laughs> I'm gonna name all of mine Chris. <laughs> just, just to bother you. <laughs> even think I have uh, yes I do I just, I'm sorry like, have I even got a Chris in one of my novels and it's like actually yeah um in Darkheart uh, one of my vampires is called Chris spelt k-r-i-s to make it a bit cooler well that's my sister's name so <laughs> but yeah so I was like yeah I don't even think I've named any of my characters Chris it's like yes yes I have yep oh wow so, can't even can't even get away with it see I don't have any characters named Chris because I know too many Chris's in real life yeah yeah you find that it's like i find it hard to name characters names of people i know now i still have but they're usually um my more minor characters so i try not to meet too many people because then you you end up with like oh i can't use that name because that person's a bit of a you know a bit of a dick (laughs) (laughs) i just associate that okay uh, next question which is if you can go anywhere for a romantic getaway and it doesn't have to be a real place. Where would you go? The Shire. Oh. Uh, from The Hobbit. I think, yes. I think that's self-explanatory. <laughs> it's quiet. <laughs> it's pretty. It's away from people. Yeah. I, I find it funny because I believe, I'm not going to say for certain, but I believe that... Mr. Tolkien was actually in the north of England when he came up with the shires because a lot of the areas in the north of England are shires. Like where I come from is a shire. You know, you've got all these like, uh, I'm going to use other ones like Yorkshire. It's Yorkshire, but obviously it's a shire. Yorkshire, Lancashire, um, Nottinghamshire. There's all this shires and it's very, there is a lot of green up there and, and like hilly places and moors and everything. And I believe he got inspired by that. And since I've lived in those places, and they're not as nice as I am not going to say that. But yes, I know what you mean, um, especially from the movie, because that's where I get my imagery from. The Shire in the movie has this lovely kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can totally get that, you know. So I'll, um, I'll say the fictional Shire then. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the Shires in, in the north of England are not as good as they seem. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to be really boring. I don't think I'm going to choose a fiction place. Mainly because the fiction places I like wouldn't be good for a romantic getaway. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so I think I would, I would pick a sort of a log cabin in the middle of the woods Sounds like a horror movie, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> near a lake, maybe near some mountains, kind of peaceful, quiet, you know, barbed wire fence to keep people out, that sort of thing. Just, 
that's what I, I like peace and quiet and, and middle of nature and, and you know bright stars in the night because there's no light pollution that would be perfect yeah but, oh my gosh it does sound like it would come out of a horror movie you know oh, and they were alone in the cabin when they heard the noise scratching on the door <laughs> I mean I didn't think about a horror movie until you mentioned it uh, but I, I am going to agree with you on that one. Being in a log cabin by the lake and just being out with nature, that would be really nice. Yeah. Again, so can... away from people. It's quiet, yeah. peaceful. <laughs> There's a theme. We're not people, people. We're not people, people. No, we're not. <laughs> but no, yeah, you, know, you got your log fire. Uh, you got a log cabin with a fire, uh, uh, you know, a wood burning stove or an open fire. You're going to sit out on the deck. Mm-hmm. Staring at the stars, listening to the screech of owls and things like that. That's yeah, that'd be so nice. <laughs> now, <laughs> although I guess that would be technically social distancing, so probably could. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, we're we're nearing our our last couple of questions. So, Ari, who do you want to be your Valentine? Now that you've mentioned that. You really don't celebrate Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be really, really dull and say my partner because, not just because I love him to pieces, but because he is the only person who can put up with all my shit <laughs> really well and, and has stuck around despite all the neuroses and, and anxiety I have. So kudos to him. Um, and he's also the only person I can actually spend all my time with. I, most people, I get about two hours in and then I'm like get out you're way spent way too much time in my house sitting on my furniture and you know drinking my tea get out <laughs> love you but get out so he's the only person I don't you're laughing but I actually do that I have actually just you know been sat with friends and then after a certain length of time it's been a bit too stressful and I've just got up and gone okay that's it now we're here gotta go <laughs> And just kind of herded them out. Thankfully, most of my friends are good and they know that that's, that's fine. And they just, they take it really well. But I haven't done that with him. And as I said, coming up on 17 years, that's pretty good. I haven't, you know, shunted him out the door yet. So. I mean, I was laughing because I do the same thing. I guess <laughs> after a while, you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> I want to get back in my pajamas and just like chill for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got to decompress from this, you know, hanging around with you people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's sweet, though. I, I like that. You, I wish I had answered it first so that we could end on that high note, because that's, <laughs> that's really sweet of you. Me, I'm not in a relationship or anything like that, so I haven't been able to trick anyone to like me in that way. <laughs> so I'm going to say the same answer I said when we mentioned the mistletoe in our Christmas tag, and I'm going to go with uh, Spider-Man or Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Just the Marvel character. The Marvel character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where I am right now <laughs> I think the only issue with that is it sets a very high standard for mm-hmm. for the next romantic relationship it's like if they're not up to that like Iron Man level or or Thor or, or um wow they've all just gone Captain America level then you're just like whoa you know it's like I know but I can I totally I totally understand Oh, yeah. They would probably be more, you would probably have better Valentine's dates because they'd be like, okay, look, you can fly or, or swim right, around. Yeah. You know? We could go on adventures. 
does mean having to change out of the pajamas though yeah <laughs> but but we could be in a log cabin in the middle of the woods like that i can't snap but the, the thing <laughs> it was there <laughs> i tried <laughs> well and it was sound effects it's fine yeah <laughs> That is a good point, because the idea of driving to some log cabin is so dull. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll stick with the, the, the open fire I've got in my pajamas, <laughs> not, not traveling anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question, and it's kind of a, a, a typical one for the, the whole Valentine's thing is, do you prefer the chocolates or the flowers as a, as a Valentine's gift? I mean, to be brutally honest, I would say neither because I don't like chocolate and I don't do well taking care of flowers. I try my best and I'm awful at it. But if I did have to choose one, I would choose flowers because then the chocolate would just go to waste because I don't really like chocolate. So. I, I, I have no words for you when you I say crap like See, and, and, you, and you have the audacity to try and get me to try coffee. It's like, how can I trust anything coming out of your mouth when you don't like hot or chocolate? What, what, what is okay. this? To what is this? I do like <laughs> certain chocolates. They're like, I, I'll eat, you know, Reese's and Kit Kats and things like that, but I can only have one and then I'm done. Like, I'm not a huge, like, give me, give me a bag of chips. I'll eat that entire thing in one sitting, but give me a candy bar, like a Hershey's bar. I'll eat like one, maybe two squares, and then I'll have, I, I need to save the rest for later. So you're very much a savory person over a yeah. sweet person. I can get, I get that. I get that. I wish I could do that because <laughs> I could eat like, I, I mean, we, we don't think we have Hershey boys up here, but I could eat like a Mars bar or a Twix. I, I could eat a whole pack of them and then feel sick and then cry about why I did it. And then probably eat more to make myself feel better. <laughs> Not good at all. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I'm probably going to lean more towards the chocolate, mainly because I hate cut flowers. I don't like the idea of someone saying, hey, I killed these for you here. Or I bought some, bought some from a shop that somebody else killed. I like living plants and, and things. I, I, I much prefer potted plants or things like that. And Actually, yeah, this is this is a, a, a Valentine's thing, but it is a memory. I remember, I may have mentioned this before, but I'm saying it again. Um, a couple of years ago, my daffodils came out in the garden. And then about the two days later, a day later, we had a really bad windstorm and most of them snapped. And I was gutted um, because I do, I love, I love it when the, the flowers come up. And that day, my partner, when I was like, oh my God, all my daffodils are dead. Um, he went and he got me some flowers to deliver that we delivered. And they were in a little, uh, it was a giant coffee cup. Um, and it was miniature daffodils, which probably have a name and I can't think what that is, but like the little tiny ones, but they were bulbs. He didn't get me flowers. He got me, well, they were flowers, but they were potted flowers. And even now we've moved from England to Northern Ireland, we, I still have them. I brought them with me and they're in a pot and they're actually coming up now, which is a bit too early for them, but they are still coming up. And that that always made me realise how awesome he was because he never tried to get me cut flowers because he knows I don't like 
dead flowers. Because that's what they are. They're, they're living, but they're, they're, they're technically dying because someone snipped them and took away their roots. I would rather someone bring me a pot plant and said, here, and then you can, it just grows and grows and it just, you know, that, that's way nicer. So definitely have to go with chocolates because um, cut flowers make me cry. You guys are so cute. I know, it's, it's kind of like a bit gross, really. We're just, we're, we're so, don't worry. When we're out in public, we just, we're just horrible to each other. We, we, we're always insulting each other because we don't want people to realize how cute we are. So. So, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh yeah. But actually you, you reminded me, that was my other Valentine's Day memory. Um, when, I, when I was in a relationship, you know, a few years ago, my first Valentine's Day with uh, my boyfriend, he gave me a single rose to, you know, symbolize that it's our first Valentine's Day together, which is really sweet, although, but I'm dumb and it took me a while to put two and two together. Um, and then he also got me a Teddy Ursa doll which is a teddy bear Pokemon. All so, right. So for me, like, that's what I like, you know, chocolate flowers, like get, get me a stuffed animal, do something Pokemon. And <laughs> yeah, something connected rather yeah. than just, I went to the petrol station and got you a cheap, you know, pack of flowers, cheap bunch of flowers and, and whatever. It's like, it's a bit more thought. So yeah, he got you something yeah. like a Pokemon thing, which was more connected to your likes. That is so much better than, this is another reason why we don't like the Valentines because it puts this weird arbitrary pressure on, on people. Usually guys, let's be honest, usually guys, where they then feel that they have to go out and get this sort of something. And you do find them rushing around the supermarket, looking at the half dead flowers that are left. Uh, extortionate prices are you thinking that's not there's no thought in that you've just grabbed something it's like whereas if you didn't think about just valentine's day if you just thought randomly i'm going to treat my partner you you put a bit more thought into it or you see something and go i'm going to buy them that i think they'll like it that's that's why we're, we're not a big valentine's day fan which is why we're doing a valentine's day tag obviously yeah exactly <laughs> we're, we're not running out of ideas guys don't worry <laughs> We're actually not. We have we have too many ideas. I think. Oh, <laughs> we're trying to stretch them out, though. We're trying to make it a bit more interesting. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and do let us know your answers to any of these questions in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag The Merry Writer Podcast. If you want to get some extra content, head on over to our Patreon page at Patreon.com/TheMerryWriterPodcast. You can support our show for as little as $1 a month, and you can get extra bonus content. Tune in next week for another episode of the Merry Writer Podcast, where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Writing Distractions. We're stalling on our work in progresses. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.